sample. Flight makers. I knew Gunner would be crazy in the studio when he heard it. We back. Every Tuesday. Pat Sports, baby. Not no Got a lot to get into, man. Welcome to episode two of the Pack Sports Recap. I am your host, Damon Geis. Along here with my good brother, Bruiser Carter. <laughs> How you doing today, man? Uh, I'm good. Good? I'm good. good. I'm good. We got a lot to get into today. Week two is very eventful. <laughs> yeah. Very, very eventful. And I know y'all, I know y'all heard the intro track. We start off with Monday Night Football. The fallout from the Browns and Jets. Odell, man, Greg Williams came out very disrespectful like Odell has been playing there. You don't disrespect the LSU legend. We can't do that, man. Nope, not at all. And Odell came out and taxed him. Taxed him. 89-yard touchdown, finished the night with six grabs for 161 yards and a touchdown on 10 targets. Crazy. The Browns ended up beating the Jets 23-3 in MetLife. The Jets dropped to 0-2, and the Browns will improve to 1-1. The Browns will move on to... L.A. in a primetime, another primetime game, which is very... Sunday night football. Can you believe that this game is in Cleveland? I can't tell you the last time I saw a game outside of... This is for you! (laughs) A game outside of Monday night football in Cleveland. Sunday night, man. This is crazy. Um, But for for this Monday night football game, though, they were expected to win this game. They were. In a blowout fashion. They were. uh, Sam Darnold, the Jets quarterback, was out with Mono. Mm -hmm. And other injuries they were dealing with. Um, Prayers man. up to Trevor Simeon, man. Broken ankle, uh, broken ankle, out for the season. Prayers up, man. So, I think we could write the Jets off. I think when the news of uh, Darnold having mono and being out for multiple weeks, I think I thought their season was over right then and there. So, 
This was a must-win game for the Browns, win or lose, with or without Darnold playing, for them to get back on track to meet their high expectations. And they, they find a way to maintain. The defense getting heavy pressure. Secondary is playing lockdown defense, forcing fumbles, getting there, getting pressure on the quarterback. So, mm. good game for uh, Freddie Kitchens and that Browns organization. Yeah, and I definitely think when you look at all the talent that the Browns have, I mean, yes. we, of course, expect them to win a game like this. But I think win or lose next week, it'll be a lot It'll show a lot. Um, yes. I definitely like what I saw out of Freddie Kitchens, just going for it on multiple fourth downs, mm-hmm. um, continuing to be aggressive. Trust you didn't his see defense. right. You didn't see most of that sloppy play with all the penalties that we saw in Week One against the Titans. Well, so. Miles Garrett did have two uh, rough in the passers. Two rough in the passers. Yeah. yeah, he was getting there. But <laughs> he was um, hungry for that game. When you look at that guy and he had three sacks, I mean, least league in sacks too, five sacks. You're you're willing to take <laughs> a couple of those penalties. So, um, but. You know, for the Browns, they will take on the Rams next week in Sunday Night Football. I think that'll be a good test for them to see where they stack up as far as – this will be their first real test as far as contenders because with the Titans, I yep. mean, even though they put the shellacking on them, I just – Mr. Unpredictable. Mr. The unpredictable. <laughs> Mr. Unpredictable. Um, with that being said, though, we will move on to our next segment, Sunday in three words and 30 seconds for each. Not one, not two. Three words. Three words, yes, sir. We're going to start off with Cardinals versus Ravens. Future is bright. And I'm not talking about just for the Ravens. I'm not talking about just for the Cardinals. I'm talking about for the NFL. (laughs) You look at these two quarterbacks, they can get it done with their arms. They can get it done with their legs. You have Lamar Jackson on one side who may very well be leading the MVP race right now. And Kyler Murray, who for sure, in my opinion, is leading the Offensive Rookie of the Year race. Mm -hmm. Um, In three years, I can't – can't wait to come back and see where these guys are doing retrospectively. Um, I definitely think the league is in for a treat. Mm. My three words for this Cardinals versus Ravens game, not an RB, Lamar Jackson. Mm. 272 yards, two touchdowns on 37 attempts with 24 completions. Like, Lamar's game is just, like right now it's like it's almost unstoppable because he's able to, he's a dual threat. And we don't see that. We haven't seen that much in NFL now. We haven't seen that much in NFL, but since recent times. But Lamar had a buck twenty on the ground on sixteen carries and over 200, 250 yards plus passing. So for other opposing teams, it might be hard to stop this team. Uh, the Ravens with Lamar Jackson and on their like on their weapons. Who, who should who should you stop? Mark Andrews is a his security blanket. Marquise Brown deep threat. Mark Ingram power runner. So. There's no, I feel like on this Ravens team, there's no one player you can zone in on, and that's that's what makes this team dangerous. Plus, with Lamar Jackson, dual threat ability, so it's a tough test next week against Kansas City and KC. But last year, the Ravens almost beat them, uh, in, beat them in KC last season if it wasn't for a miraculous fourth down pass. So the way I'm leaning towards that game, I let you know my predictions on the Pack Life Podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Moving on, Cowboys and Redskins, not sold yet. I know Dak had a pretty good game. Devin Smith, shout out Ohio mm. State, caught a deep ball. Um, but this is the Redskins, man. We look at who they played last week in the Giants. They played the Redskins this week. Those are division games which were supposed to be tough, but it just didn't have that feel to it. And then this week they'll take on the Dolphins. I mean, we all knew their first three games were sweet and possibly the first four games with Drew and his injury. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, I'm not too sold on the Cowboys yet. Check back with me in a couple weeks when they take on Aaron Rodgers at home. And we'll <laughs> go from there. For me, put Dwayne in. Hmm. Come on, Washington. We saw the news today that Daniel Jones will be starting for the New York Giants. 
time to put Dwayne Haskins in uh, Washington. Case Keenum, he had a he had a decent game, a good game, not a horrible game, but you're not winning games, and you and you wasted a first you wasted a first round pick on getting Haskins from OSU. So he needs to get those in game reps in, so he can be the future of your organization. It should start week three. And I'm ready to see that Ohio State connection, McLaurin, uh, Haskins to McLaurin. Mm-hmm. It's time to get it going. OSU taking over NFL. Yes, sir. Shout out Big Ten. Shout out Big Ten. <laughs> Colton Titans. Never trust Tennessee. Never. We told you guys this last week. <laughs> the most unpredictable team in the league. Go down to Cleveland and stomp out the Browns and then come back and lose to Jacoby Brissett and the Colts at home. You know, when you look at this Titans team, you literally never know. Um, Marcus so Mariota, one of my favorite college <laughs> players ever. You're not going to beat nobody throwing for 154 yards on 28 attempts. It's just not going to happen. Um, it's, it's a team without an it factor and I think that's what they lack and that's what'll keep them out of the playoffs for a second straight year. Do you give them the benefit of the doubt since it is a divisional game that sometimes their play can be shaky because you throw the records away and they just let them play? Well I don't because if you looked over the past few seasons Andrew Luck has dominated this team. Okay. So it's just been from the fact that he's gone this is our opportunity to take the only people that were in our way of running with the division and they come out and you put up 40 the week before, and you can't even give me 20 this week? True. At home. At home. So, I know Tennessee isn't very much <laughs> of a home team, but, you know, man, you you just got to break through and take games like this because, I mean, I know it's any given Sunday, but this is a game that you have to take. Mm-hmm. Important division game. My three words for this game is, shout out, Bill. Man, Jacoby Brissett, 146 yards, three touchdowns, and one INT, but... Not to take away anything from the Colts, but the mind of Bill Belichick hmm. getting these quarterback talents in New England and trading them away. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he did, or maybe he did not want to trade these players. But him just scouting talent and knowing what could have been best for the Patriots' future. Shout out Bill we had Jimmy Garoppolo on that roster. Jacoby now and Jacoby percent they moved on from both. Hmm. And maybe if Bill found another uh, great backup in Jerry Stidham. So right. Shout out Bill, man. But the Colts played a good game. I like what they're doing, and I do like them winning week three. Not to get ahead of it, though. Oh, I got them over the Falcons as well. <laughs> but I do just want to say it's it's very crazy when you look at it. All three Patriots quarterbacks, Brady, Garoppolo, and Brissett, walked away on Sunday with a win. Plus, most people say that with Belichick trading Brissett to the Colts and trading Garoppolo to the 49ers, he was doing a favor. But if Brady keeps, keeps up like this and keeps getting these weapons, I mean, <laughs> there's not much – there's not much really the league can do about it. Those I mean, guys would have just Brady been on the bench. Brady wants to play till he's 45, so that's three more years. Nah. I can see it. He's not getting hit. He's not. <laughs> do you think? Do you think it's just? Do you think it's the system or is it just Brady's greatness? Man, you know what I'm gonna say. It's the greatness of Brady, man. But Bill's system, it just seems like it flourishes with like all the move, all the moving pieces around Brady always work. And we seen that year when they they lost Brady to a torn ACL. They went 11 and five. So. I just think I think and when the, uh Brady was, uh, was spending those four games, they were uh, like three and one with I, Brady out. Yeah, I understand that, but at the same time, I feel like that argument was diminished when Belichick let the Eagles do him that way in the Super Bowl, and Brady sat there and broke a <laughs> passing record for five hundred yards in the Super Bowl. So but then the next year he holds the Rams to three. He holds the Rams to three, but you don't send a boy in to do a man's job, and that's what Jared <laughs> Goff was last year in the Super Bowl. Moving on, though, Seahawks-Steelers, Big Ben out. 
Big Ben has uh, been put on IR for the rest of the season. We with, predicted a retirement, but not injury. Yeah, we didn't want to see him go out <laughs> this way. But, you know, for my Seahawks, Russell Wilson comes out 300 yards, three touchdowns. Both of my running backs put up 60 rushing yards. And Tyler Lockett with 10 catches after only having one for a touchdown last week. But the biggest story for me from this game is DK Metcalf. He had seven targets, was able to put three catches to those. Um 61 yards and a touchdown. When you look at just what this guy is, I don't want to go ahead of myself, but just the speed, the strength, the way that he's able to make separation at the highest point, I am comfortable with saying I could see a very good Julio Jones-type career in his fat, in his Metcalf? Lane. Metcalf. That's interesting. Very interesting. And I definitely think it'll be a big test for him. This will be the best corner he'll go up against so far. But if Marshawn plays the way he has the last couple of weeks, it'll uh, be very it'll be a very rough week. <laughs> but um for the Steelers, you know, you got Mason Rudolph who came in that uh fake dump down and dished to uh, a good game for Yeah. For what it's worth. Yeah, so I, I think lost by two as well. This could be a changing of the guard. Um but just prayers up to big men, man. Um, if you're going to come back next year, let's just see you come back and prove the doubt is wrong, including us. Including you. Including me. <laughs> including me. Uh, don't get now what I'm about to say. Don't get it confused because mm-hmm. I still love Mike Tomlin, okay? All right. I love him and he should have a job. Okay. But my three words is Mike Tomlin. Mm. That's me hitting my wrist. Mm-hmm. Mike, I love you, Mike Tom. I really do. Black hair coach, put it on for the culture. I respect you. Two Super Bowl championships in your uh, season career at Pittsburgh, but you lose Le'Veon. You lose A.B. Now you lose Big Ben to injury. There are now comparisons saying that this is the OKC's big three when they had Durant, Harden, mm. and Russell. And you, didn't, you couldn't win with them. And mm. I know Brady and the Patriots are just a hard team to beat, but... All those chances you couldn't get the job done, and now it's Rudolph, Connor, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Change another guard. <sighs> I do not think you should be fired, Mike Tomlin. Not this season, but next season, if you you're on the clock, you're on the clock, man. I'm the, you're on the clock. But shout out Mike Tomlin, though. I, I feel there's there, there's still a chance you could turn this around, but you do go to San Fran next week and. That's going to get... The boys are hot. That could be ugly. That could be ugly. Moving on, Bills and Giants. I like Allen. I like Josh Allen. you, a winner. I like Josh <laughs> Allen. Um, Bills go to New York, take down the Giants, 28-14. Now, while Saquon was able to get off for, you know, 107 yards. You have a big run. Generational talent. So, so we got so we got to ride with that. But you look at Josh Allen; he's moved away from forcing the ball in the red zone. Nineteen for thirty, two hundred fifty-three yards and a touchdown. Um, he's doing this without a true number one back. I know the greatness of Frank Gore and Devin Singletary. Do you think? I didn't mean to cut you off, but do you think the Bills have an actual shot of making it to the wild card? Oh no, no, no. Let's let's even slow though the they're two and zero. Oh? Let's slow the roll. I really like. Shout out Sean McDermott, man. I really like what he's got going on. But when your number one option is. John Brown slash Cole Beasley, you <laughs> you just don't have a shot. And but their defense is so like I understand they're, that, they're, but they're there next year. Like they have to make a splash in free agency or something along those lines because I I really like Josh Allen. I like what he can do with his legs. He has one of the biggest cannons in the league. Sean McDermott and him seem to have a good relationship as far as laying down the law, 
and putting it out there and letting it known how this game is going to be managed. I really like what they got going on. Now, um, do I think it'll last as far as the whole season? No, they have to see New England, and I do expect them to. Do you, do you think the Bills, I think the Bills can possibly steal a game from New England? Oh, no. You're, I do think that. In going, Buffalo, I think they can. You're going a bit too far. <laughs> and one more thing. I'm going to put you on the spot. Top five quarterbacks from uh, that draft class. That was in the first round. Lamar, Darnold, Baker, Allen, and Jackson. And uh, I think I said them all. And Rosen. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen's number two. Allen's, who's number one? Lamar. Wait, where's Baker? Okay, I put Baker number two and Josh Allen number three. You got Lamar number one? Yeah. Yeah. Stop. I have to take this season into consideration. What has Baker done for me in a big game? But Lamar's on a better team. But what is what has Baker done for me in a big game? He'll show you Sunday night. Don't worry. I hope he shows me Sunday night. <laughs> and you have Knock Darnold, the Rams off. Darnold fourth and Rosen fifth. Darnold's definitely fourth. He led the league in interceptions last year. And, fifth and is Rosen because he's yeah okay. he's Rosen. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, my three words is Daniel Jones time. News coming out today that they are putting Daniel Jones in after a failing after the Giants are looking to, are looking towards a failing season after losing 2014 to the Bills so like my man little B7 pack my podcast Daniel Jones had some good moments in the preseason with the twos throwing dimes here and there under pressure making great throws so let's see what you do next week Daniel Jones make us a believer cuz draft day everybody was hating on you prove them wrong Daniel let's see let's get it mm. Mm. 49ers and Bengals <laughs> that Shanahan offense I told you he's 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 a guru, man. Apologize. He's a guru. I apologize. Zach Taylor, what? Zach Taylor, man, you let me down. <laughs> you let me down. Jimmy G came out and balled. 17 for 25, 297 yards, three touchdowns. Did have the interception. But I think the biggest thing to take away from this game is the 49ers run game, man. Yes. Matt Breida. <laughs> you look like on Sundays we'll watch the Red Zone channel. And every time they went back to the Red Zone, the 49ers had the ball and then a different running back was making the play. You look at Matt Breida, 12 carries for 121 yards. 10 yards per tote. That is crazy. Rasheem Mo, Raheem Mo, Mostart out of Ohio State, 13 carries, 83 yards. Jeff Wilson, the guy that we didn't even know coming into this week, 10 carries, 34 yards. Two touchdowns. It's similar to how his system was in Atlanta. How it was Freeman, Freeman and Coleman, just them being a dynamic like two head duo. Right. But now with San France, with the Tevin Coleman and uh, Jarek McKinnon, he's able to use a variety of running backs, variety of running backs that are able to put in and in and out of different situations in San Fran. So it's just how Shanahan that mind is working is it's turning. turning. Yes, sir. After a slow. See, uh, start to his uh, career and coaching career in San Fran. Jimmy Grapple looking healthier by the week. And like I said last week, here they come. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and my, my three words are come back, AJ. Now, I knew I knew realize that Tyler Boyd had Terrence Session, 122 yards. And John on Rock, 10 targets. On 10 targets. John Ross had, had four catches for 112 yards and a touchdown. But what's. The off head and dogs had 311 yards, but you lose a blowout game 41 17. It might be the defense, but or the, the Shanahan is, offense, <laughs> <laughs> but their offense with Zach Taylor, offensive genius, not, off, not offensive genius, but he shook Sean McVay's hand. He should have this offense moving, but they're barely only put up 17 points this week. Now, I do want to say, and, uh, I, wait, and, wait, I didn't mean to cut you off, but Joe Mixon. Come on, Joe, yeah, that's what my next point though. Joe <laughs> Mixon is Mixon. a little bit mixed up, he is, and. You know, you have to take that consider- consideration. May have just, been a bit 
predictable. Yeah, but I do feel like when AJ Green comes back, this offense should be in, in a better condition as the, than they were from uh this week. Cause like you said, first home game with Zach Taylor should be a new feeling, dawning of a new era in Cincinnati. But you get blown, you get blown off off your field. Hmm. So I think when AJ come, AJ Green comes back, the offense will be in uh will be in better shape. Chargers versus Lions doesn't mean much. I mean. Let's just, be, much. let's just be honest, man. <laughs> I feel like the the Chargers came out and didn't play up to their competition. Um, and the Lions came out and did what they're supposed to do at home. I mean, when you have a kicker who can't make a field goal. Exactly, man. <laughs> but I do want to say, Austin Eckler, hell of a player, man. Melvin Gordon should get back as soon as possible because this guy <laughs> is taking his job single-handedly, running routes out wide, Um Goal line carries. He's able to do it all, man, and I really like what he's bringing to the table. Mm. For me, Lions figuring it out. 1-0-1 should be 2-0, should be Arizona week one, but I think with Matt Patricia and Darren Bethel as the OC, they're starting to figure it out. Matthew Stafford had 245 yards for two touchdowns, even though he did have two INTs, and he did face a fierce charge of defense. Mm. But Kenny Galladay, eight receptions, 111 yards, one touchdown on 10 targets. Mm. Again, the, the run game wasn't as potent, but it was still there. It was, it was a, a remnant threat. There. Yeah, it was a threat still. And their defense showing up. Darius Slay having a big pick this, in the game. Wins comes in, wins come in different shapes and sizes, and sometimes they're not going to be pretty. And if Detroit can have, be a grimy team that can grind out these games while the offense is still figuring it out, not going not gonna to say the Lions are going somewhere, but they're figuring it out. Okay, okay. <laughs> Vikings versus Packers. I'm going to let you take the starts on this one. <sighs> Come on, Kurt. That's my three words. Come on, Kurt. Do you even want to add anything else? Because I mean, it, it was really disgusting what I saw to this guy. He and, was ball, he, he was doing good. He was doing he was doing good, good until the red zone int where he forced it in double coverage. Hmm. These are the I, I like Kurt Cousins. I really do. But these are why you yourself and other analysts and critics criticize him for his his uh, decision making and doing it in like pressure situations. Hmm. So, 230, one touchdown, two ITs. This week, I cannot defend you, Kurt. Next week, maybe. You got to show me. But this week, I cannot. But shout out Dalvin Cook, though. That guy is that guy's a monster. I saw um, a tweet that said a healthy Dalvin Cook is better than Zeke and Gurley. I don't know about that. Huh. I don't know about that either. But <laughs> huh. as, a, as a pure runner, oh no, Dalvin he's got Cook them burners. Is, yeah, Dalvin Cook is the man. Now, so, yeah, shout out Dalvin. My three words, potential one seed. I can see that. Aaron Rodgers has a defense. Well, well, potential. They didn't score it. After the first quarter, they didn't score no more, though. Hey, man. He has a defense. <laughs> he has one of the most elite receivers in our league. Factual. Shout out Devontae Adams, my guy. Aaron Jones. Did you see what they did against that Vikings defense? 23 carries and 100 <laughs> rushing yards for a Packers running back. <laughs> That is unheard of. I didn't know which Aaron to focus on. Right. A-Ron, <laughs> those guys in Green Bay, man, I like them as the number one seed. I could see it. I could see it. And they did face two tough defenses in, in the first two weeks, and they ain't going to see defense like Chicago and Minnesota every week. So, right. Green Bay, that Matt LaFleur uh, offense, let's see if they get it clicking soon. I could see them going undefeated at home for sure because they do got to go to Kansas yeah. City and Dallas. But, undefeated at home. But where do they play the Chargers? I, I believe that's at home as well. That game might. That game's gonna be good. 
I don't know about that one. I like the. I really like the Packers defense. Oh, that's in, that's in L.A. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you might have some little truth to that. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> next Jaguars versus Texans. I like the decision. I definitely like the decision the, the to two point conversion. Yes, I, I like the decision to go for the win, um, for Doug Marone. But what I did not like was the play call. You have Leonard Fournette. You're not running that thing out of shotgun. <laughs> you need to get in the eye formation, give it to him, and let him fly over. He doesn't have that, you know, burst of speed in that second to dive out of shotgun. You got to get him in the eye formation and let him see where he's going. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides from that, I mean, this is exactly what a division game is supposed to be. Yep. Um, 12 to 13, we know the – Jaguar uh, defense still tough and elite. Right, we know with DeAndre Hopkins and Jalen Ramsey, which I'll get to in a second <laughs> later in the show, but we know what those two guys are going to bring to the table. Basically, try to cancel each other out and then go from there. So, um, the you, Texans oh, winning this game, I think that's that's what most people expect. Yeah. Do you think if Nick Foles played, the Jaguars win this game? It's hard to say. It is hard to say. It's hard to say because Garner didn't have that bad of a game, right? But it seemed like he was just managing the game as well to the to the like to the last part, minute, later parts of the right. game. Right. Um, Nick Foles and, and something I saw out of Gardner was he was able to make some stuff happen with his legs. Yeah. Rushed for six carries for fifty six yards. Um, Nick Foles isn't doing that, so True. you look at that. But um, Nick Foles, he'll have more than two hundred thirteen yards, though I believe. Against that defense Super at home. MVP. Against that defense at home, I don't know about that one. But I could definitely see your point. Got you. And my three words is free Jalen Ramsey, but that analysis is coming later in the show. Hmm. But free that man. <laughs> Pats and Dolphins, more than booming. Business is more <laughs> than booming. I believe you all know what that means. I know you all saw that Antonio Brown back shoulder from Brady. Off, uh, A little push-off, though. A little push-off, though. You know, but – Tom Brady, the GOAT, doing what he does, 20 for 28, 264 yards, two touchdowns. But in the meantime, let's talk about this defense, man. <laughs> this defense is disgusting. I know they, they played the Steelers a, and Dolphins. They were playing a, the Little League team. Mm. Varsity versus JV was looking like out there. But still, two pick sixes? I mean, <laughs> between two weeks, dog. three weeks, I mean, three points in this era, that's pretty hard to do no matter who you're playing, dog. I saw you tweeted at Gilmore may be the best corner in the NFL. Would you like, would you like to stand on that point on the, uh, the podcast today? I love Jalen Ramsey, and I would love to see him in Seattle. But, yes, I will be standing by that point. Gotcha. And the reason I say that is because in the biggest game, uh, Stephon Gilmore is always rearing his head. You look in the Super Bowl pick. You look in the AFC Championship a few years back against the Jaguars. Fourth down, deflection. Mm-hmm. You look this week, deflection into a pick. Mm-hmm. You look this week. Pick six. Yeah. So this guy's all over the field. He just continues to make plays in the biggest games, and, and he, I believe and he, that's what makes you the best. And he takes their best corner. Right, right. Devontae Adams. I saw him shut him shut him down, and uh, I saw him take away Juju week one. Is just something that he does, and that he takes pride in doing. And I know Jalen does that, and the Patrick Petersons of the world. But when you look at this guy and it's a consistent basis, and you look at. Um, just the Patriots letting Malcolm Butler walk. Yep. Um, that shows you how much they believed in this guy, and I think he's the best. Oh, my three words for this game for the Miami Dolphins is got to stay down. I see, see that losing isn't fun with player mobility boom, blah, 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 booming in the NBA. And now reminiscences, reminiscences of our coming to the NFL with A.B., Mika Fitzpatrick getting moved, and Jay Ramsey on the block. But – this Dolphins team, man, they're acquiring picks and assets. 
similar to the OKC Thunder, but not that far in the future. But they're acquiring draft picks for the future. And I think if these players decide to stay down, this could be a great team. When Brady post Brady, the Dolphins could be a great team. Adding, adding, I believe they will get two attacker for lower in the draft this year. They have enough draft picks they could possibly trade up and get a great receiving threat in Jared Judy to have that connection and fix the offense and fix the defense. And with, and Brian, I believe in Brian Flores. Despite the team being 0-2 and, and they can't, they can barely put up points, I think if this team stays down, if the fans stay down and the team stay down, post-Brady, this team could be dangerous. Hmm. That's probably my analysis for the Dolphins every time they lose. Yeah. <laughs> stay down. Stay down. <laughs> Chiefs versus Raiders. The NFL's Curry. The NFL's Curry. I mean, you look at this guy, <laughs> just erupts in the second quarter, and this Patrick Mahomes boy goes points. crazy, man. I mean, four touchdowns in the second quarter, finished the game 30 for 44, 443 yards. And his number one receiver for this game was Demarcus Robinson, <laughs> 172 yards, six touchdowns, okay, him six receptions. Every Chiefs receiver you can in fantasy. Just, I mean – my thing, and shout out fantasy football, but if you have a Chiefs wide receiver, you just got to play him every week because there's that possibility it's, you it's may get 40 really, points. It's like, really like Golden State right. shooting threes. is like <laughs> you, you didn't get enough catches last game. Let's go ahead and get you seven this mm. game. Give you a no look. Mm. It's just ridiculous, man. <laughs> um, that's that's all I have to say. He's ridiculous. <laughs> nah, I think he's the uh, leading MVP. I know you have Lamar high, but. Mahomes' stats are just out of let's, this world. Let's, let's get to that in a minute. Let's get to that in a minute. <laughs> uh, my three words for this Chiefs Raiders game is hard knocks life. Hmm. I told you. I like that one. <laughs> I told you. The Raiders, teams, oh, West Coast teams play different Monday Night Football. I believe that with the Niners and the Raiders, those teams always do great on Monday Night Football when they kick off the season. But after that, they show their real selves. Garrett Carr, 198, one touchdown, two INTs. And uh, Chris Jones and Frank Clark were getting pressure. Uh, Chief Secretary was getting picked. So I was never sold on the, this Raiders team. I knew it was a tough task playing Chiefs. They uh, were the AFC Championship last year. But this is a divisional game. You get beat by 18. You, I mean. But my homeboy. It is my homes, but that's, that's, that's <laughs> not. it can't be an excuse. I'm sorry. They had them up 10, point, 10 to 0 in the first. They at the end of the first. And they, then they scored he the turned first it on. Drive. He turned it on. It's just I, ridiculous. Yeah, so Nobody else not, has that, though, so I feel like the verdict is still out on Oakland. What you mean? He's just so special. You really can't compare him to anybody oh, Mahomes? else. Yeah, he can catch fire at any time. Any quarterback could do that, though. Not like him. <laughs> not like but him. I'm still not sold on Oakland despite them um, playing great on Monday Night Football. I lose to a good team. They, Oakland will start to show me, so we'll have to see. Okay. Saints versus Rams. A helping hand. I hate you for that. A helping hand. <laughs> Man, I just want to say, Zebras, you got to stop, man. You got to stop. You got to stop screwing the Saints. You got to stop screwing the screwing Mickey the Loomis, please go get Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> that, that would be very bad for the league. It would just be very bad for the rest of the league because when Drew Brees comes back, man, and he has Jalen Ramsey and Marshawn holding it down on the defensive end, it's just going to get ugly. I'm still not sold on our secondary, same secondary, but this is not new for them. This is a pattern they always have in the first two weeks of the season, but mm -hmm. going back three years, they always play horrible and do 
uh, Beast Mode as Minneapolis Miracle as things mm-hmm. earlier, but later down the road, the Saints defense does lock in and hold, and not and these crazy plays don't erupt like that. But with the acquisition of Jalen Ramsey, this Saints team could be great defensively. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he would look very good. In some <laughs> black and gold. My three words are though: trust in Teddy. I do realize that Teddy didn't have the great game. He was managing the game against the Rams. Oh Lord! He lost twenty-seven nine. He weren't. Man, he was missing throws. The um, <clears throat> the timing of plays were off. But the game plan wasn't designed for Teddy. It was designed for Drew. Okay. And I and give Sean Payton a week. He could do. He could uh, create a game plan that surrounds Teddy's strengths. So I'm not ready. I, Cause I believe. Cause Drew Brees is out. What six weeks with six a weeks. thumb injury? Uh huh. I believe I saw you said in the group chat a little disrespectful. I didn't comment on. I was waiting for him to do this. The Saints next six games, I believe they could get out with here with a 500 or above 500 record. Oh Lord, I do have us beating Seattle despite oh, us Lord. not having Breeze. I know, I know you don't want to hear that. <laughs> I think, but I think the Saints can sneak one out in, in Seattle. Seattle. Yes, I okay. do. Okay, they be two and one. Then they go Sunday night football in Dallas. Have us the Saints losing that game two and two. Go back home in New Orleans after the Dallas game. We could beat Tampa. Could be Tampa without Drew. Why not? Tell me why. I just have the Saints losing three straight. That's just so disrespectful. I have, I have us beating the Bucks. Straight. Then I have us going to Duval and being the Jaguars. That's four and two. Have us going to Chicago. <sighs> that's gonna be tough. But I do have us without Drew. I have a drop net. So that's four and three. Okay. And playing Arizona Cardinals, we could beat the Cardinals without Drew. That's five and three. Hmm. So that's five and three before we go on the bye. And let's say I could switch one of those games. Seattle, let's say we drop that. We'll be 4-4. Four and four. If the Saints are at 500 or above 500 after the bye week and Drew Brees comes back, they'll be in great shape. They'll run the table and win this division. Hear me out. Got the Falcons losing to Indy this week. Okay. The Falcons will drop to 1-2. and two. Then you also have the Saints who I have losing two of the next two weeks, right? I don't know why. But then crazy. at that point, I have to go back and check Tampa's schedule, but – at that point, that will be a time for them to run away with the division. And I just Ooh. don't believe Bruce Arians let that team drop it in this time where they have the opportune time to make a run. I don't see it. I believe in Trust Bruce Arians. Ms. Guard- Ms. I don't believe in Jameis, but I believe in Bruce Arians. And Trust I believe he'll Ms. get it done. <laughs> Bears versus Broncos. Oh, oh I mean to cut you off. Okay. But the signs, you got to get Kamara involved. I, I don't know if y'all were playing it safe because Breeze wasn't there or something, but thir- 13 carries. 45 yards, one grab. And one grab for 50 yards is not enough. And that's not even from a fantasy owner perspective. That's from a Saints fan. Please get Kamara involved. Hmm. Arguably a top five running back. And top, arguably the best running back at being a dual threat with running and receiving. So, got to get that expected ball. Bears versus Broncos. Dinero for Panero. He was money for the game winner, baby. <laughs> <He's> so cardi. <laughs> Dinero for Panero. I still don't believe in Mitchell Trubisky. Um, if... It was any quarterback besides Joe Flacco. I believe the Denver Broncos win this game. But for the Broncos, man, it's trying to just go ahead and put Drew Locke in the game. I know that this game was a yes. bit a bit close, yes. but if you're wasting, well, was he a first round pick? No, he wasn't. But I'm saying if you're wasting valuable picks, go ahead and let these guys play. Your jersey sales gonna go up if the guys ball out. <laughs> Your ticket sales are gonna go up. Nobody's going to sell out seats wanting to come see Joe Flacco. That happened. Six years ago, nobody <laughs> wants to see it anymore. So, put Drew Lock in the game. Mm, I don't know how to fail. 
Uh, save Von Miller. I am with the, this new uh, movement that's coming to the NFL with players requesting trades out of bad teams because they, they don't want to waste their careers losing all the time. So I think Von, Von Miller probably will not do this because he's, he's real. very loyal. He's very loyal. He's real. He's not like these new uh, players. And it's not good or bad is how you uh, perceive it. But Von Miller, you're wasting your you're wasting your career in Denver, man. I'm sorry. I know you're loyal to a fall. You're gonna stay there. They're gonna hang your jerseys up in the Raptors. But if you if you want to ever win again, I don't think it, it, it's coming in Denver. Because it's been so, too long. Yeah, Kansas City's taking control of that division. Oakland's rising. Chargers. 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 Chargers yeah, so save Von Miller, man. <laughs> Last game of Sunday, Eagles versus Falcons. Don't buy in. I'm telling you, don't buy into the Falcons. Oh. <laughs> they do it every week. They do it every week. Some way, somehow. <laughs> uh. The Eagles are very hurt. Very injury riddled. Every time they stepped out on the field, someone was down. <laughs> I just, I don't, I'm telling you, don't buy into the Falcons. I know how great <laughs> Julio is, and um, they have very, you know, good defensive players, and they have a good, you know, talent. They have good talent on paper, but those guys just, just can't seem to get it going when the times are needed. Mm-hmm. It's a very good game, um, but again, you look at Philly. They did not have Alshon Jeffrey or Deshaun Jackson. Nelson Aguilar dropped a possible walk-in touchdown. So, with this team, I just say don't believe in the Falcons. My three words is, come on, Carson. No, don't do that. Come on, Carson. Don't do that. 25 completion on 43 attempts, 231 yards, one touchdown and two INTs. You have him at winning. You had him winning MVP. I could still see him winning MVP. But I saw a very tw- funny tweet. They said when uh <laughs> when Carson Wentz was on the sideline and saw Josh McCown put three completions on, he <laughs> said he promised them that there would never be a Nick Foles situation again. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying with Carson. How is the backup quarterback not out, always like outperforming him when they're on the field? <sighs> and I know Carson Wentz is younger, more talented, fresher. You know. He uh, helped them get to the point when Nick Foles took over them. Then he won the ah, Foles won the Super Bowl, but it's Carson. I don't man. It's Carson even top? Let's say top eight. No. Top ten. Off off the dome, I can't do it because we haven't seen him win a playoff game. We've ha- haven't seen him in that tough environment. Okay. Have to go. Maybe in, so. some young quarterbacks. Maybe some young quarterbacks. Deshaun. Don't say Mahomes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, those are the three. I remembered it. Watson, Dak. Wins, Rankle. It's tough, ain't it? Deshaun Wentz, Dak. Why is Wentz over Dak? Even though you just say he hasn't been to the playoffs and everything else that would touch Because to that. Wentz has just been somebody that, in the stretch of those tough games that they have had to play in the regular season, I believe in him more than Dak. I believe Carson Wentz has never. There's never been a situation where you say. Oh, if this guy holds out, Carson Wentz is screwed. Oh, if this guy doesn't play, Carson, he gets it done. Now, he hasn't been able to win the games, but if you look at that defense and what they did against the Falcons, I don't believe it was so much fault on Carson down the stretch. Oh, you saw him early INTs? He was throwing? Down the stretch. Oh. Now, but for Dak, I mean, I think by the end of the season, he could be number one if he keeps it up. I just say, if you're to say, who do you want? to go get you seven points. You're down by seven. You need to go win the game. You need to go know. tie it. I don't know it. And Carson I don't, I don't can give me a two-point conversion, too. 
consequence isn't the uh, the uh, answer. Like the oh, that first answer that hit, it ain't even pops to my mind. I'm I'm just I'm saying all this to say is that I'm not sold on Carson Wentz yet. Actually, mm. it's just this team is too talented for you to be losing close games like this. You have a championship, you have championship pedigree and DNA, and you're losing games to the Falcons. They uh, your defense runs a. Uh, all out blitz and a Falcons do a uh, screen, cool. But you get the ball back, you don't go down there and drive. And I know that your uh, team is uh, injured with uh, Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson out, and Ertz getting hurt in uh, on that final drive. But this team is praised with all their depth, but they don't pull out this game, even when their depth is in the game. So I see it. it's just Carson. I'm not sold on Carson yet. That's all I'm saying. I can see. <laughs> I, can, I can agree. Now, now that we've done all of our Sunday games in three words, we're gonna go through. A little fun category we have where we will do all the top headlines in 30 seconds. Hey! 15 seconds for each of us. You got a time? Yes, I do. I want me to do it. You can do it. Maybe. Um. How long? 50, uh, 30 seconds, 15 seconds for each. Oh, bet. <laughs> That'd be fun. All right, you go first. Boom. Minka traded to the Steelers. I think this is a very good move for Pittsburgh, possibly down the line. I think they're moving, moving into a young team um, Mason Rudolph taking over so I can definitely see them moving towards the younger side but this definitely helps their defense uh not so much happy about Steelers getting him wish he would have came to New Orleans but that's just bias coming out of me but I do love it for the Dolphins acquiring those draft picks and building for the future when two attack of a gets there so good job uh Brian Flores and company okay next Big Ben out for the season with Big Ben I think it may be time to call it quits I know he wants to come back next year and prove everyone wrong but I just think from the Steelers' standpoint, if Mason Rudolph comes in and ball, you definitely have to look to the possibility of trading Big Ben elsewhere trading. to a team who could be ready like the Denver Broncos. I don't know. I see them trading Big Ben. I, however, do see Big Ben retiring if, if Mason Rudolph, like you said, has a good season. And Big Big Ben has a Hall of Fame career. So, Ben, you could call it up and be a Hall of Fame regardless. That ring, it's not, that, it's not, that, uh, it's not close, man. I don't, I don't see it coming. Hmm. Next, Drew Brees out for six weeks. <sighs> We did just touch on this in our Sunday in three words, but I definitely think the Saints are in trouble without Drew Brees. They do have dynamic playmakers on the offensive end and do continuously get screwed over by the referees. But without Drew Brees, I just don't think they'll be able to overcome it. Uh, get well soon, Drew. I love you. I love you. Yes, sir. Uh, and this, I believe in Teddy. I believe that he can, uh, we can manage, ride the wave and manage the storm being above 500 or at least 500 before Drew Brees come back and run the table and uh, have a playoff run, man. Go Saints. Who that? Next, Daniel Jones names a starter. Daniel Jones, first-round pick for the New York Giants, is now calling the shots. Do I believe that they will be a contender? No, I do not, but I do believe we will see a bit more highlights. I do think we'll get excited for next season, and I do think with this play, the Giants are in play for Jerry Judy next year. <laughs> Ooh, Jerry Judy with the Giants would be nice. Um, I wasn't sold on Daniel Jones getting drafted to the Giants. I wanted to win. has to go there, like I said, with my uh, Sunday in three words. Come out and prove us wrong, uh, Daniel Jones. I'm rooting for you to be great. Might even pick you up in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, Jalen Ramsey requests a trade. Jalen Ramsey, most people could say he's the best cornerback in football. I have him as number two, but I think if you put him on any other team in a winning situation, he is very capable of doing things that put him in that number one spot. I also <laughs> think he's very flexible, and you can put him at safety. I love him in Seattle. <laughs> uh, some teams might not want to go after Jalen Ramsey because he's a quote-unquote distraction and, uh, and whatever, a diva, but... Distraction diva does not matter when it comes to winning. Look at New England, all the talent they acquire with A.B. and the other players they acquire. 
distractions are just labels for when teams are doing bad, but when they're doing good, it's not a distraction. So go get Jalen Ramsey, New Orleans. Yes, sir. <laughs> every team wants New Orleans. Every team wants Jalen Ramsey, man. <laughs> if your team isn't making the offer for him, man, they're not trying to get. They better. said they want two first round picks for Jalen Ramsey. Okay, here you go. You want a second too? Without question. You want only, a second? Only too? bad thing that comes with Jalen Ramsey is you will have to pay him because he wants. He doesn't want that new contract. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. But yes, that was our headlines at 30 seconds. That's a new topic that we will be like dropping every Tuesday this with this Pack Sports recap. Yeah. Lastly, Thursday night football predictions. Titans at Jaguars. Oh, save us, Fox. I can't wait till next week when save we get to us. see Eagles and Packers because this this <laughs> is the last week we have to go through something this bad. But of course, I just said don't ever believe in the Titans, but I'm going to have to take the Titans. I do believe Jalen Ramsey will get traded before this game. Mm, um, uh, I, I, ju- I just see it happening. And, you know, with all this turmoil, I just think yeah. from that video, I just saw Doug Marone go over there and get yeah. in Jalen Ramsey's face. I just don't think those players want to play for him. After saying – he had to say something to really get Jalen Ramsey that mad yeah. to where Ron, Ron, uh, Ronnie Harrison and all the guys around there were like, Coach, you got to back off. Like, yeah. So I just think – um, the Titans will win this game, move on to two and one, and the Jaguars will, without Jalen Ramsey, I believe, drop this game and move on to zero and three. The betting odds I'm looking at for this game is a point and a half favorite for the Titans. It's a little uh, too low in my opinion, but the Jaguars do have an elite defense, and the Titans are Mr. Unpredictable in the NFL. So I do have the Titans winning this game. I trust. Uh, who thought I would say this? But I trust Mariota hmm. over the rookie quarterback and Minshew. So. And last time these two teams played on Thursday night, Derrick Henry, beast nine-nine-yard touchdown, hmm. beast mode-esque, and it can possibly occur again in, uh, in Tennessee. What is the game? Is it Jacksonville? Hmm. Or is it in Duval? Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter. I have the Titans win. <laughs> Titans win. They're uh, relevant again. Then they may potentially drop the next game next week because that's in true Titans. You fashion. never know. You <laughs> never know. But, yes, that is all for the NFL here dun, this Tuesday on dun, the Pack Sports Recap. Dun, dun. But we're not done. We do want to hit college football while we have the chance. There's not many big, you know, weekend, 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 week out matchups in college football, but we do have three very big games this week. That last one is really a big game. Michigan and Wisconsin. <laughs> Who you got? Uh, I'm going to take Wisconsin. I want Jim Harbaugh to be a winner, but after struggling against Army, well, how can I pick y'all and be safe with that pick? You can't. You can't. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Michigan just off the strength of Jim Harbaugh. He's a winner. He was a winner in the NFL, and he should be winning in the college football. So it's, I do have Michigan. It's winning a different that game. realm. It's co- it is a different it's, realm, it's but grown men, and I I think this is the game where most people will say it's time for him to come back. I believe that way already, but this is the game that he'll drop, and it'll be time for him to come back. Mm. Auburn versus Texas A Texas A and M. Who you got? Number eight, Auburn versus uh, at the Aggies, Jimbo Fisher. Ooh, I got Texas A&M. I do have Auburn winning. What? I just, I, I just don't believe in Bo Nix. I'm sorry. I think this game is a, a coming out party for Auburn to show them that they're not play player and they're for real. Hmm. When I say for real, I meant like top 15 team in the in the uh, in the country for real. Mm-hmm. Showing they could be a Jimbo Fisher team in Texas. It just shows Auburn that you say, yeah, you should mention us in the SEC elites with Bama, UGA, LSU, and Florida. Okay, I can see that. Lastly, the biggest game in college football this, this week. This week? Notre Dame 
at UGA. Is, I'm gonna take UGA. Yeah, I'm gonna take UGA. I, ju- I just, I just got UGA. I mean Notre Dame. We know that they can pop off at any time, and they're gonna uh, blow the sorry teams out. But this is the top of the SEC. This is a top three team in the SEC. No you know with Jake Fromm and that defense, they're probably gonna be three guys on this defense that go in the first round next year. Mm. So I, I definitely got UGA, and I might be- have it in a blowout. Dang. It might get nasty. Ooh, this is this is the, clearly the best. This, this is the best game we've seen since the LSU Texas game. So this requires some analysis. It's just after Notre Dame getting blown out in the playoffs against Clemson last season. I, I don't. And I don't even trust them. I do. I do come on here and say that Big Ten is better than SEC, and I do believe that as a as a as a conference as a whole. But the top teams in the SEC are. <laughs> They don't. They don't be playing with these with these other teams. Right. So I do have UGA winning. Maybe not. I don't think in a blowout. I think Notre Dame will make this game interesting. But it. it but it is in a. Is it? Is it? Ah, it is in Athens, Georgia. So. Georgia Bulldogs will win this game, but Notre Dame will make it interesting. I don't think. I don't think a blowout. You sound like cut. Sound like that blowout. <laughs> now, upset. Upset alert. <laughs> I have UC USC taking down number ten Utah at home. It's college football, man. Pac-12. You never know. And Utah, what have what have they done? <laughs> it's just the the aura around USC going and playing in that stadium. It's something different. And I just believe Utah will get knocked off this week. This is where you know third week of the college football season. This is oh week four of the college football <laughs> season. Teams start to separate themselves, and I believe Notre Dame falls down. I believe uh, Florida. With Tennessee coming to town, that's a game that they should dominate. But I sure. don't, I don't that they, I don't think they will. <laughs> I think it'll be a little iffy, and I definitely see Utah falling down the rankings with a loss to USC. Oh man, I don't see no upsets this week. All the uh, top, all the teams that should win and our favorites to win should win. So no upsets for me, for for me this week. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then other news are quick, quick ending to the show. Um, Class of Champions Fallout WWE news. How do you feel about it, man? Did you watch? I watched I watched uh, Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch fight. Loved it. They don't quite like the ending. I wish there was a winner, but their feud will continue past Clash of Cam- Clash of Champions, so it did make sense. Uh-huh. Um, what other match did I watch? I, th- I just think the biggest takeaway is the Fiend. They're oh, yeah, pushing him strong. Bray Wyatt, man, <laughs> that guy. They're pushing him strong. I think he will win at a uh, Hell in a Cell as well when he when he faces Seth Rollins. You can't have him lose. You definitely did. You knocked down everything you've built them over for for the last few months. That's the other match. Kobe Kingston versus Randy Orton. Oh, that was a very good match. Kobe Kingston has the has had a the, one of the greatest runs as a WWE champion, champion as I can remember. In recent memory, yeah. Yeah, and uh, shout out to Kofi, man. Kobe keeps going. Hope they keep it, keep the belt on you when the tra- when SmackDown transitions to Fox as well. Another thing of note: the King of the Ring was crowned Monday night. Baron Corbin beats Chad Gable. Can you guys take him out the suit? I like please. <laughs> please. I did I did like them giving uh Corbin the King of the Ring. I, li- I like when the heel is King of the Ring. Mm. So it'd be like they could be more ruly, more like Yeah. Like, uh, snobby and uh, snobby. Yeah. Yeah. It's things like that. Rather than Chad Gable, who was having a great run in the King of the Ring tournament, by the way. And he hope hopefully his push doesn't end there. He has some quality matches, potentially get a mid card uh, title belt. Spain wins the World Cup. Uh, shout out Marcus. Shout man. out Marcus, man, though, getting it done everywhere. Yeah. Ricky Rubio, them guys, yeah, man. Even though you're not one of my players, I like, but you do. They have a, they won the NBA championship, then the World Cup. That's a in terms of basketball, that's he it's a hell of a ride. He goaded, yes, hell sir. of a ride. 
But Team USA, man, losing to uh, France. France, then Serbia. It's just, it's just on his. Next year they're gonna have to bounce back. I remember it's though, a, it's when, a reflection of this country. Right when they <laughs> lost, when they lost though in 2014, I think mm-hmm. that's when the guys came back heavy next year. Yeah. So maybe we'll see that. But I do, I do think that teams don't take the World Cup seriously as they take the Olympics. Oh no, that's yet. why I, a lot of players didn't like continue to play. Yeah. And also with them focusing more on the NBA season and how it's up for grabs this year that anything can happen, hmm. I take that as well as why a lot of players didn't participate in the World Cup team for Team USA. For sure, for sure. And lastly, the NBA has banned ninja-style headbands. Drew Holiday, Jimmy Butler, even you, the Carter boys, <laughs> when we go hope they wear the ninja-style headbands. How do you feel about that, man? It's NFL-esque, telling the players what they can and can and can't wear. I don't like it. I didn't like it when the NBA said they couldn't wear the uh, – What's the hoverboards into the game? What J.R. Smith was doing, yeah. like pregame, it's like they're cramping their style. I don't even understand what's wrong with the ninja style headbands. Like, why right. would they take it away? There's, no, there's nothing negative came out of it. I just think, I really don't hope this is the direction the NBA is heading towards. Because I feel like there's a changing of the guard. The NFL is moving up, and the NBA with little stuff like this yeah. is starting to move down. So but I, don't know. I hope we just find a median between the best I two agree. leagues in the world. And I, mean, I don't know about the NFL with this player mobility. I like what Steve Young said, talking about turning to the NBA, how leagues should step in. It was interesting. I didn't, find, I didn't like it. I, 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 I would rather say it was interesting to see that somebody pointed out, and I want, I, 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 I can't speak. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the NFL would do with players requesting trades and how they, how they will handle it. But I don't feel like it's straight up trades and trade me to this team so I can link up with these guys. I feel like because if you look at Khalil Mack, he didn't say, I want to go here. They traded him to Chicago, and it just happened to be a great fit. Well, with him, it was his contract situation. Though. Right. He wanted, since they won't pay him, he wanted to leave. Right, but these but guys. But with these other players, their contract, well, Ramsey's contract is up, but Mika's contract wasn't up, I don't think. Right, but these guys aren't giving you a preferred destination list, and it's like you can sign him, and he's going to go. The, the agency isn't coming out and saying that. Yeah. So with the NFL, I feel like it's a totally different realm. It's all about the player. It's not just about elevating one franchise and deteriorating another. Okay. But, ladies and gentlemen, that has been all for episode two of the Pack Sports Recap. Be sure to tune in. This episode will be dropping shortly, as well as we will be dropping episode 31. Shout out Cam Chancellor for the Pack Life podcast on Sunday, right before the game. So be on lookout for that. This is your host, Damon Geis, with my good brother, Bruiser Carter. Shout out to OC. Yes, sir. Sure. Signing off. <laughs>